0: Guideline First Look Guideline for Design and Maintenance of the Surgical Suite by Lisa Croak. The physical design of the surgical suite, which includes both patient care and support areas, for example, sterile processing, administrative, should support the safe care of patients, efficient movement of patients and supplies, and workplace safety and security. The updated AORN, Guideline for Design and Maintenance of the Surgical Suite Includes recommendations for designing and maintaining the surgical suite, including ones pertaining to functionality, energy and cost efficiency, workflows, emergencies, security, considerations regarding new construction and renovations, interruptions to utilities, maintenance of structural surfaces, and heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, HVAC, systems. According to Mary Alice Minor, AORN Senior Perioperative Practice Specialist and Lead Author of the Guideline, this update mostly includes some verbiage changes, rearrangements for flow, and expanded activities and rationales for several sections. The Guideline, which was last updated in 2018, will be available in the AORN eGuidelines Plus in June 2023. Planning A new section on planning was added to this update. It includes both revised recommendations and recommendations from the previous version of the guideline. Assessing up-to-date evidence can support a smoother new construction or renovation project that aligns with regulatory requirements. As such, evidence-based design concepts should be reviewed when designing new construction or renovation projects for perioperative care areas. For example, preoperative, hybrid ORs, post-operative support. A perioperative nurse should participate in the creation of documents associated with the design project, including the functional program that informs stakeholders, for example, construction personnel, and communicate specifics related to the functional and operational requirements of a new, major, or minor renovation project. The updated guideline now includes more information related to what should be included in the functional program. For example, security requirements, anticipated volume of procedures, and highlights that when a perioperative nurse contributes to the creation of a functional program, they should include considerations for current and future perioperative needs, including patient population, infection prevention, features to improve productivity, disciplines served, possible expansions, and anticipated technology needs. Additional information was added to the recommendation that the interdisciplinary team should create and maintain a safety risk assessment, SRA, for construction projects that begins early in planning and continues throughout the project. Minor indicated that the SRA is a collection of elevated risks that are identified from several different assessments. For example, patient handling and mobility, fall prevention, medication safety, security risk, and potential solutions, all of which are compiled in a living document that should be updated as the design project progresses. Quote, a major part of the SRA is the Infection Control Risk Assessment, End quote, she said. Quote, this assessment is conducted to provide strategies for preventing the risk for patient infections when the construction project is close to patient care areas that are still in operation. End quote. Designing the Surgical Suite A new section on Designing the Surgical Suite was added to this update. It includes both revised recommendations and recommendations from the previous version of the guideline. One revised recommendation is that space for documentation should be included in any area where patient care occurs. Quote, It is important that every space in the Surgical Suite has allotted space for clinician documentation that not only flows well with the layout of the space, for example, faces the patient, close proximity to sterile supplies, but also is ergonomically friendly and allows for clinicians to change the space based on their needs, for example, height adjustment, end quote, Miner said. The recommendation to design lighting in the surgical suite, with multiple lighting options for the tasks that are to be performed in the area, now includes additional activities regarding area-specific lighting, for example, preoperative areas, hybrid ORs, from the American National Standards Institute and the Illuminating Engineering Society. For example, they recommend low levels of illumination and flexible controls in imaging rooms to allow for multiple levels and zones and the ability to dim the lights for specific tasks light placement that decreases glare on digital screens and shadows, and hues to decrease the effect of afterimage. A new table now highlights minimum surgical suite space requirements, such as the sterile field clear area, circulation pathway, and anesthesia zone. A table on room classification and design requirements for support areas was significantly updated in this version of the guideline and includes information on the use... Access type, location accessibility, flooring, floor and wall interface, walls, and ceiling, for support areas, pre and post operative care areas, examination or treatment rooms, and sterile processing and decontamination areas. Unobstructed HVAC system airflow out of a room is needed to maintain the pressure gradient and movement of air in a room. In addition, obstructions to the HVAC system airflow can affect the direction and velocity of the airflow and the overall effectiveness of the HVAC system. As such, the updated guideline now indicates that obstructions in the pathway of the HVAC system airflow, for example, in front of air return ducts in the path of laminar airflow, should be limited. According to Minor, the Facility Guidelines Institute states that all OR should be considered wet locations, Unless otherwise indicated by the SRA. Quote, wet location refers to the precautions that the NFPA, National Fire Protection Association, deem necessary for areas that are at risk for disruptions, failures, or injuries related to the room's power distribution system and water use during procedures. This may mean that some facilities need to review the systems for each OR. End quote, she said. The surgical suite should be designed with electrical safeguards in place, following codes and guidelines from several professional organizations. Renovation and Technology Updates A new section on Renovation and Technology Updates was added and includes new recommendations related to future-focused design. Both current and future intentions, space, and technology needs should be identified when renovating the perioperative suite. By taking into consideration how fast healthcare changes and the possible needs of the perioperative suite in the future, renovation projects can be more efficient. Quote, In the perioperative space, technology is changing the ways we perform surgeries every day. There are more pieces of equipment, instruments, and sometimes people, needed for several procedures a day. End quote, Miner said. Quote, It behooves us to account for these changes and make the necessary adjustments in the new construction or renovation stages so that patients have the space they need to heal and clinicians and non-clinicians have the space they need to perform their jobs in an ergonomically friendly environment, End quote. Conclusion Although many of the changes in this updated guideline are related to wording, flow, and expanded activities, there also have been important changes regarding performing SRAs, HVAC systems, and future focused design. Quote, the hope is that following these recommendations results in excellent design of the surgical suite that benefits everyone, including having enough space, equipment, lighting, and surfaces to work efficiently, comfortable waiting rooms and areas to recover, and feasible recommendations to keep the facility functioning for years to come with future advancements and new technologies. End quote. Minor concluded.